Hello everybody, Ben Marvis here, the Raptors Digest Riker. The regular season might be over. It might be officially done. We're not sure what's going to happen with the playoffs. There might be a few more games added to the regular season left, but we've mostly seen what we're going to see from, from this season, and that means a lot of the NBA awards, all the stuff that's going to come out now, it's it's going to be based on the body of work that's been, been done the past however many months this season's been. So it... It's one of the, we've talked about Pascal Siakam maybe winning most improved again. We have a few guys, Norman Powell didn't really play enough games, maybe getting sixth man of the year. But I think the biggest possible award that a Toronto Raptor could get this season is Nick Nurse becoming coach of the year for, for this season. He's the odds on favorite, despite the fact Budenhoser is first in the East and Malone's done great with the Nuggets and the Lakers and all those sorts of teams. We'll talk about the potential competition, but Nick Nurse winning coach of the year. Do you think this is a, a possibility, uh, something that will happen, or do you think another coach or it's just it's not not really? Looking- it's possible it could happen, Ben, because we could we could title this. We we don't even need to title it Nick Nurse for coach of the year question mark. We could title it Nick Nurse defensive coaching mastermind question mark like that and that wouldn't be far off we could legitimately argue that and there's actually some really interesting news that's online that you can find if you break down the stats on zone usages and flashes and uh, you know defensive ratings and all this and the raptors they've surpassed all expectations we obviously have a very skilled athletic team that you know you're able to to do you're able to lock down guys in a man-to-man situation, but really what Nick Nurse has shown is that when you flash different sets, you know, 3-2, three, 2-3, two, two, three, box and 1, 1-2-2-1, one, two, two, one, or 1-2-1-1, one, 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 like all these crazy full sets. Full-court presses. Full-court press, right? The half-court traps. This is stuff that you only see in college because, you know, obviously different rules and uh, – the defensive abilities is not as good, etc. But you never see this, Ben, in NBA until now. And we'll break down the stats of it as we go on. But Nick Nurse does it masterfully so well that despite having a guy, not having a guy like Kawhi Leonard on the team anymore, the Raptors find themselves third best defensive rating in the NBA. He will. He is definitely deserving of being up there, Ben. I just hope it's not a kiss of death because, you know, Teams love to fire their coach after they get the coach of the year. <laughs> Including the Toronto Raptors, because this would be something that might be a little bit unprecedented, because obviously it's not back-to-back years, but just two seasons ago, Dwayne Casey, the Toronto Raptors head coach, Nick, Nurse's, Nick Nurse was assistant to the coach of the year in Dwayne Casey a couple years back, and then he gets fired, obviously, and then literally... Not the immediate season after. The immediate season after he wins a chip, and then the season after he wins coach of the year, potentially. So that would be something wild. I know it's been uh, brought up because that was the season in 2018-2019 when Casey won that the offense changed, or twenty sorry, 2017-18 when, when Casey was here. When the offense changed, we had the bench mob, and a lot of that F offense was credited to Nick Nurse, the Nick Nurse offense. That was the, the big term going around. Uh, during that season and especially the season after when nurse was hired so it, it it's pretty interesting maybe he, he's potentially one of coach of the years the assistant coach and now to to get that the couple seasons after that that'd be a, certainly a great storyline but one of the big things when going for coach of the year it's exceeding expectations that's that's the big thing last year the bucks exceeded expectations people thought they were a fourth or fifth seed they ended up becoming the first seed uh, Casey obviously brought us to uh, the first seed in the Eastern Conference with the the bench mob, Demar. Uh, after getting sweeped by LeBron, everyone expected us to just go completely downhill. 
So, and this year, people pegged us not making the playoffs, being 8th seed, 7th seed. At highest, I saw us out was 4th. I predicted 1st, but even though we got 2nd. But it's... The Raptors certainly exceeded expectations this year. And it might be... And sometimes with these Coach of the Year things, they kind of give it to you if you've had prolonged success. And obviously, Nick Nurse hasn't had many years under his belt, like Greg Popovich or some of these guys. But Nurse did win a championship last year, and... He, he was sort of not conventional by any means, but he, he was within himself a bit last year, only went crazy every now and then. We only see some crazy defensive sets during extreme situations. And one time he did it on the biggest stage in the box one, the infamous box one in the NBA finals, which took the league by storm. It became a meme against Steph Curry and everyone's talking about it. And you'll talk about the impact that had on the whole NBA coaching landscape this year. But Nick Nurse has imprinted his schemes his different schematics on the league this year and the fact that he's had such a big impact while exceeding expectations while losing a superstar and the fact he won a championship last year I think all of that is going to feed into the the voters voting Nick Nurse in as head coach as coach of the year man it's absolutely blasphemous though dare I say it that that this is an season exceeding expectations season this is the championship defenders, yep. right? These these are the guys that just won the the, the national title. They they're the best team in the NBA, and this is their defending season. And being second seed is exceeding expectations. It is. It did exceed expectations. But I do want to point out that it's a little bit ridiculous mm-hmm. that yep. this has right that that this narrative has to be sown. But um, we didn't buy it. You're right. Though. We we didn't buy we didn't it. buy into it from the beginning. No, we definitely did not. I had my hesitations to say we were better than the Bucks, but I think that we've even seen that we we can compete, we can contend really well with them. And I like your point that you know the Nick Nurse offense or the Nick Nurse style coaching. It's really it's it's playing just random sporadic lineups. It's never setting to a you know one group of starters or one group of closers. It's just playing on the fly, on the cuff, adapting, and it's really done well. It's serviced well for this Toronto Raptors team. Two seasons in a row now, and I think that you have to give the recognition to a guy like that that can come in to a league that really doesn't develop that rapidly. Of course, you know the most recent revolutionary thing that happened is the the transition to threes, and we see every season there's more and more three point attempts per game for every team. That's sort of been that transition. We can give a lot of credit to Steph Curry, but and I don't think there's been a lot of coaching revolutions um, necessarily besides obviously what uh, they're doing over in Houston. But Nick Nurse is he's done crazy things, and if you really break down the stats. Zone defense usage up 50% from last season. It was almost virtually extinct five years ago, and it's always been the Heat being the number one team um, that's used zone defense, and they've always been a relatively successful team, but now the Raptors have absolutely stormed onto the scene. Uh, I believe that they're the third most, they use it the third most, and they use, like like we mentioned in the beginning, different sort of creative sets, Mm -hmm. and the advantage of doing that is not to to play for a long period of time. We see how exposed you can get if you're playing a 2-3 against, you know, a team that has good shooters or if you do, you know, too much trapping in the half court like that disaster game against uh, James Harden and the Rockets where they really just broke down. He just passed. You know, he became a passer and they scored. But when you put it into flashes, right, like Nick Nurse does, it just confuses the opposing offense. And, like... They've done it so well. Again, the third best defensive team. And this is a team with no real superstars on it, right? Lots of athletic guys, but they're just coached really 
well, and I think that Nick Nurse needs the credit for this, Ben, quite frankly. Most definitely, and to bring up the defense, it ended up evolving into the Raptors would start some possessions playing zone defense, usually a 2-3 or 3-2, and then as the, the possession goes along, they switch into a man-to-man, which just completely messes up the other team because you're running a zone offense, and then the team switches into man halfway through the possession. So these are the types of creative things that the, the Raptors have been running, Nick Nurse has been implementing, and you mentioned it, the, the defense especially. It's been completely remarkable for this team. Obviously, we have a lot of great defenders to be able to run this, but usually teams with great defenders just bank on a man-to-man, not really worry about it. But the fact that they're doing creative sets with this type of defense, it's just a great thing to see. Everyone knows about the offense that Nick Nurse runs, the free-flowing, the passing, the ball movement. We we don't have to iterate on that. Sorry, I can't can't speak right now. But we've talked about that so much so Nick Nurse's offense and defensive sets, it's its just been great to see. And another thing to bring up too, we brought up the exceeding expectations point, but we've done this with injuries, with not the, the main guys, the, the talent that we've had. Not only did we lose Kawhi and Danny Green, two starters of a championship team, we've dealt with top guys, Siakam, Lowry, Fred, Norm, Gasol, Ibaka, all these players, even OG for stretches, pa- Patrick McCaw. All these guys dealt with injuries throughout the course of this year. We've seen the Sixers, the Bucks, probably, the, and we'll talk about competitive coaches for this this title, particularly Mike Budenhoser. He he has a great offensive scheme. His sets work really well, whether he's in Atlanta or Milwaukee. But one thing happens. One piece gets taken out of that well-oiled Mike Budenhoser machine, and things just fall apart. And we saw when they've dealt with injuries, their huge winning streaks, They they went... They definitely didn't win nearly as many games as the Raptors stay consistent dealing with injuries. And and I think the playoffs are something to take into account, too. The Raptors, Mike Bonoser won coach of the year last year, which also might go against him as well. But he got outcoached in the playoffs by Nick Nurse last year. And that's something that they're going to have to look at. If you look at the odds, Nick Nurse is a plus 150, leading the list of coach of the year odds. Mike Bonoser is second at plus 200. So he's, he's just behind Nurse. And then... There's a few other coaches that we can briefly mention, Malone, Frank Vogel, Spolstra, these types of guys, but it, all, the, all things considered, it makes sense that Nick Nurse will be the coach of the year. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, and just the point on, like you said, bringing, bringing together stretches of wins mm-hmm. in tough Against tough Western opponents, you know, there's been a few games that I really would have liked to see the Raptors win. But for the most part, we've been single depleted, a depleted roster, sometimes absolutely decimated rosters. And you have just these deep bench guys coming off like the game where O'Shea Brissett played really well. Obviously, it wasn't close at that point. But, (laughs) you know, games where you're really relying on Ronnie Hollis Jefferson and Terrence Davis to almost lead the, the scoring load for 20, 25 minutes per 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 game, right? We saw a little stretch, Chris Boucher, and just to, to bring out, I, I don't know, maybe if you gave guys like this opportunities on other teams, they'd also find ways to win. But it just seems like in watching the Toronto Raptors that when it when it comes down to it, regardless of the players that are available, who is actually ready to suit up and step out onto the court, no matter how bad they they might be at face value. They turn into stars when they go out there, and Nick Nurse just, he is at the helm every time. So it definitely makes sense, Ben. And on this limited season, I think that there's there's not really much of an argument for other coaches. Um, 
in the east so but there is obviously some some narratives that come out of the west so maybe if we want to talk about who are the other guys because like you said it's usually you don't get it back to back i don't think that uh the the that the bucks coach will get it but maybe somebody in the west has a, a shot at it uh, equally as much man yeah so the, but nick nurse and Benhoser are leading the ways leading the way on all in terms of odds vegas odds odds shark.com is where i'm getting the, these numbers uh, the next one is Mike Ballone for the Denver Nuggets. Obviously, they've been a great regular season team. They continue to perform. Even with Jokic kind of struggling, they've had a lot of guys step up. They're a plus. He's a, a far third. He's at plus 700. Frank Vogel, obviously the Lakers played they, their first in the Western Conference. They've exceeded expectations as well, so to speak, but they also have LeBron James and AD, and very rarely do coaches end up getting recognized when you're being when you have LeBron James on your team. So I don't really look at those two as as big candidates to compete with Nurse. If you go lower down the odds list, these are the guys that I think might be able to be more more competitive. Eric Spolstra, the Miami Heat are a team that are well-coached. They've they've come out of nowhere, so to speak, this year. Bam Adebayo's improvement. They've, like, like the Toronto Raptors, they've had a lot of young guys come out the woodwork and really perform well, and... That that goes to development. That goes to the. That's a credit to their coaching staff and stuff. So we we could briefly talk on the the Miami Heat. And I think the one team which I'm surprised is really far down is Billy Donovan, who coaches the OKC Thunder. I know he's not real. He's had a great uh, collegiate career in terms of coaching, but his stints in the NBA have not been met with great. People don't really like what he's done with KD and Russell Westbrook, having all that talent and not really achieving success. They run a very one-dimensional offense. But So his past years, he hasn't been great. But this season with Chris Paul, people thought they might be the worst team in the NBA. I thought they were going to be fine. Obviously not a playoff team, but I thought they'd be fine until they traded Chris Paul and Steven Adams and the good vets that they have. But they, they, they're they mid-pack Western Conference beating all these teams. So... They are any of these guys really stick out to you, Rikers? Spolstra and Billy Donovan do to me, but the still super far behind Nick Nurse, in my opinion, for coach of the year this yeah. year. Yeah, well, that's just the thing, Ben. I would definitely agree that the two biggest surprises in the NBA. You you could also talk about the Grizzlies season that they've had, but Taylor Jenkins they're, is on they're, this they're, list as well. I, yeah, but they're you know it, it's hard to give it to a 500 team, mm-hmm. right, or a team that's right on the cusp of maybe not even making the playoffs. Unless they do something But you can make crazy. the same argument. Yeah, well, you can make, I guess, the same argument for giving uh, Russell Westbrook that MVP. But it, it turns a lot like it, the award season turns into the, uh, what's the movie awards? The Oscars, <laughs> right, where it seems like sometimes they just give it to people like, you know, oh, you probably should have got it a year or two ago. We'll just give it to you now. Anyways, but the coach of the year, I definitely agree that the two other most surprising teams are uh, – the OKC Thunder and the Miami Heat, they've done fantastic things, but you just put them side to side with the Raptors. The Raptors have just accomplished so much more on such a, a you know, an injury-prone roster, and to be in the top of the league in defensive rating, top of the league in standings, right, and to have the expectations set so low at the beginning of the season, because... I, I don't know. I think that you're you're definitely right. There, to me, there is no argument that Nick Nurse should be coach of the year. And I stand by my opening statement, Ben. We could we could make the argument that Nick Nurse is one of the cleverest coaches out there right now. Uh, he certainly is just taking the league by storm. Well, we're, we're we were clearly going to be in, agree- in agreement at the start of this podcast. Nick Nurse is coach of the year. The odds have it there. We watch Nick Nurse every game, and he's remarkable. He's top notch, top tier. I think a lot of Raptor fans are going to agree with this. But Riker, I'm going to throw this back at you. 
There's been there's some legendary coaches in the NBA. Greg Popovich, Brad Stevens has kind of carved out a niche for himself over the past few years. Is Nick Nurse right now taking everything into account? Because obviously Greg Popovich doesn't have a, a roster where he can really succeed right now. Is Nick Nurse the best coach in the NBA? I think I think if we get to see him in the playoffs one more time. That's why it's devastating that we might not get to see the playoffs. I think, Ben, if we, the Toronto Raptors, were able to get past the Milwaukee Bucks, they would have won the championship. I don't care. That's a hot take, but they would have definitely won the championship. I don't care if you play. I don't care if you put them against Houston, against Los Angeles, against other Los Angeles the Raptors would have won the championship and that would have sealed any doubt in anybody's mind that Nick Nurse can just get the job done, even mm-hmm. when it's not expected. Now, you know, you can still make the argument that, you know, when you got a guy like Kawhi Leonard on your team, you can just make things happen. And if you run back the tapes, that's sort of the game plan when it got down to it in the Buck series. You know, oh, we're not doing great. Let's make Kawhi our primary scorer and our primary defender. Oh, you know, we're getting down to it in the 76ers series. Let's just give the ball to Kawhi. I'm pretty sure he took 41 shots in that game <laughs> seven, or it was like some sort of absurd amount. So really, you, it's hard to say that he's the best coach. I think we both feel it. There's grumblings in the league that Nick Nurse is just doing some things, like I said, that have never really been done before. I think he's revolutionizing the way that teams approach coaching and do flash defensive sets and the ability to do a lot of uh, offensive adjustments on the fly. But we need to, we need one more playoffs before we can make that determination, Ben. For sure. I, I think there's three coaches that you could compare with Nick Nurse in terms of best. I think it's obviously Greg Popovich. I think Brad Stevens has kind of put himself in that sort of mold. And Mike Budenhoser, I think. And maybe Rick Carlisle as well, but he's kind of fallen off, so to speak. He hasn't really had much success over the past 10 years, despite some decent enough rosters. So I'm going to put those three guys in, as the, the main competitors for Mike Budenhoser. I think Mike Budenhoser, like, he's like a Dwayne Casey amplified. I think he makes a great system, a great sort of... You put pieces in, he figures out something at the start of the year and just runs it to death and tries to run it to death in the playoffs. We've yet to see it work in the playoffs despite some 60-win teams that Budenhoser has coached. So the, the the lack of creativity, I think, puts him behind Nurse, in my opinion. So I think he's better than Budenhoser. Brad Stevens, again, another guy that's sort of creative, can do inbounds plays, has had a lot of success offensively and defensively. But with superstars, I think, because I think... Budenhoser and Nick Nurse are on a level playing field in terms of getting the most out of lesser players. We saw what Stevens did with Jay Crowder, Avery Bradley, all these types of players, and they were the first seed at one point with IT leading them. Brad Stevens can make a system that gets the most out of lesser players, just like Nick Nurse has done with the Raptors, but Stevens really struggled, and I guess but the, Kawhi was an enigma as well last year. Obviously, different sort of circumstances and different issues to deal with, but managing star players... Stevens hasn't shown that he's capable of doing that. Things kind of blew up last year, and the Raptors, I think, were more volatile last season with Kawhi's rest and Kyle Lowry obviously not liking that, and there's a lot of things that they said were were kept behind closed doors last season, and that was managed perfectly by Nurse. So the way Nurse dealt with superstars, I think I'm going to put him over Stevens. And today's NBA, Greg Popovich, obviously way more storied career historically, but I'm not going to put Nurse over Greg Popovich just yet, but one argument I could see being made for him is obviously the league is completely different than the 
than it was four or five seasons ago. And Greg Popovich loves to drive things inside and deal with things in the mid-range. He hasn't really embraced the three-point sort of offense that has really taken over the league the past three or four seasons. And they haven't really had success. The, The Spurs haven't really had success in the modern NBA. Obviously, Greg Popovich is shown to be maybe the greatest coach of all time. So I'm not going to say Nurse is necessarily a better coach or that has a better career or whatever, but you might be able to make an argument he's a better coach for this current system, the current NBA. So those are those are some arguments. Maybe that's a it's a very homer pick, but and he has to prove himself more, especially seeing him in the playoffs to really make that definitive. But I think there's an argument to be made that Nurse is the best coach in the NBA, Riker. Yeah. Well, you know what sucks is that Greg Popovich literally has two guys that are mid-range shooters, yeah. and one of those guys is a guard. So it's like, you know, you have two dinosaurs, mm-hmm. and it's hard. I think it would have been nice if he was able to actually maybe make them somehow, you know, instead of trying to work the offense around their styles of basketball, maybe try to adapt them more, but they're both older or aged more veteran type players so it does put like a little bit of a hamper on the legacy but we see the same thing happen with you know even guys like anybody that enters their retiring seasons michael jordan's the kobe bryant's r.i.p you know they sort of fizzle out but at the end of the day when greg popovich hangs his shoes he will go down as one of if not the greatest coach of all time so you're right maybe you wouldn't put him up there yet but there is an argument that nick nurse the things that he's been able to do that he should be in that conversation for best coach out there in the game today yeah so some awesome stuff so we're in agreement coach of the year but let's know what you guys think do you think nick nurse will be coach of the year do you think he's the best coach in the nba i think that's the more sort of controversial debate especially amongst raptors fans so leave a comment down below what you think of that uh, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Uh, Riker, you have any last words? Mm, nothing. I should always think of these before <laughs> we start the podcast, Ben. <laughs> all right. Enough of that. Cheers.